This is Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Life's hard and you don't need to go through it alone. Together, we're going to find God's direction for living. To join the conversation, call 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Now, live from the studios of WDCX, here's your host, Linda Penn. Hey, welcome to Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. Hey, thanks for stopping by. And yes, it is a little slippery out there. I left early to come in just because I was anticipating that, and it was true. But my goodness, this is our first little bit of weather, isn't it? I know South Towns have had a little bit more, but and we're praying for more skiing snow anyway, aren't we? We just want to love it out there and enjoy our buffalo winter and do all the fun activities. So, hey, I didn't know if you um, remember or not, but we actually are on four stations now. We're on 99.5 FM. 970 AM, 107.1 FM, and 990 AM. So part of this this whole entire program will be on one to three on two of the stations, and then they'll it will re-air from four to six on the latter two stations. But we're so glad that you've come along. I know, ladies, if you're out there, don't you want to make soup? <laughs> I'm just or do something in your home that's really homey. Maybe you're traveling, and uh, we pray that you're going to be safe. And uh, I wouldn't it be nice. We could be snowed in for three days. <sighs> Just thinking, I know, I know you out there are thinking, wow, wouldn't it be nice? I wouldn't have to go anywhere, couldn't go anywhere. I know, I know. Hey, I am so glad you were with me last week when we talked about um, how to get God to kind of be more first in our life with our busy schedules and our hectic um, times of life. And actually, our life consumes us. Um, I hope you're applying or trying to do some of the things we talked about last week. And what I have noticed is when you keep him first, he is so with you in thought, mind, spirit, wisdom, and your focus is on him. No matter what your day's been like, you made it. You know, you felt him carrying you. You felt his presence. And so you have a a joy or a peace because you've been in his presence. I just want to say we are into the third week of January. Don't give up. Just don't give up. We need him more than ever. I've heard things like it's going to be the roaring 20s. I don't know, but I also know we have perfect vision if we stay in the word of God every day. Begin and end your day with God. I know Robbie talked about that uh, in her program today. So I just want to encourage you. It's exciting to be in relationship with Jesus. It's exciting to be with fellow people and even to be with people that know more and have a uh, maybe uh, their journey's been a little bit longer that you can even come alongside and say, hey, I need to know more about that. I noticed that in you. You seem to have a prayer life. Can you teach me about that? We're going to be talking about many things as we forge ahead in this new year because, you know, today's Living Hope is about different things at different time. Today's Living Hope is having hope f- for today by knowing the reality of today and how God has to prepare us. And he's with us in the journey of that all the time, isn't he? That's what today's living hope is totally about. Hey, I want to tell you one thing. Mark those calendars for February the 15th. February the 15th is going to be Spa Day at Bender's Christian Bookstore from 1030 And yes, Jimmy Scaringi is going to be there from Nutritional um, Synergy, Nutrition and Wellness. 
Um, Diane Christopher is going to be there from F- Fresh Start. Um, and, oh, Jennifer Ford Berry about organizing your home and using um, your possessions for purpose. Uh, we'll have some other things, and you can talk about your health issues with people. We're going to have a full staff there uh, of people that will be able to help you. And you know what? It's totally free. That's what I'm excited about. It is just totally free. Well, I'm going to open with prayer, and then we're going to get right into our program. My special guest today is Reverend Jim Harden, and he is the president and CEO of Compass Care, uh, erasing the need for abortion. And I've asked him to come on our program and, and talk about Compass Care and our compassion and love towards people who are going um, through this very, very difficult time. And then I've also asked him to share from the Word of God the depth and breadth of who God is, because after all, he is the creator of human life and the creator of humanity and why we are here on earth. So let's open with prayer. Father, thank you for this day. Lord, I pray for our listeners today that you would just meet them where they are, whether they have struggles or hurts, that this program might be encouraging to them and give them hope and help today. Lord, we're so thankful for the person of Jesus Christ and what he has done for us and in us and through our lives. Lord, now would you help us with your word, you help us with your wisdom and your understanding. Lord, help us with our phone calls today. For honor and glory to you and you only. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, we're going to take that short break. Yes, the phone lines are open. You call in with a comment or question today, and you are eligible for a coffee card, either Tim Hortons or Starbucks, 800 5,000. Oh, I'm sorry, that's wrong. 883-5,800-684-2848. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Pastor Jim Harden. Everybody knows that journeys are better when made with friends. And for over 66 years, it has been our honor and privilege at Bender's Christian Store to walk this faith journey with you, our friends, supplying you with the tools you need along the way. And as we move into 2020, we look forward to bringing you the Bible in new and exciting ways. Have you checked out the Filament Bible? It's a New Living Translation text Bible in traditional print form that works with an app on your phone to bring you multimedia notes, charts, videos, and extras to bring more understanding to your studies. And speaking of video, have you seen the Jesus VR goggles, that's virtual reality goggles, we've got them too. They work with an app on your phone to allow you to watch a movie of the life of Christ in an immersive 360 degree video, which means you feel like you're there while watching. Stop in to try them out. And while you're on this year's journey, check out the new Pilgrim's Progress DVD, the classic John Bunyan story now told in brilliant 3D animation. All this and more is in store for you at Bender's Christian Store. So visit with us at 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of Transit Road in Williamsville, or call us at 716-633-5757, or find us on Facebook. Bender's Christian Store, here for your Bible needs on the journey ahead. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. 
Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Colossians 1.13, I am delivered from the power of darkness. Empowering you to minister to your world. Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. Glad you joined us today. And um, it's uh, it's a little snowy day, but I'm really glad that you're uh, taking the time to be on the radio with us. And um, we're so glad that you have decided to tune in. Maybe you're just tuning in and flipping the stations. This is Christian Radio WDCX and it's today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. And today uh, we're going to be talking about Compass Care. Uh, and it is something that is on the heart of people here in the Buffalo and surrounding area and their ministry and what is happening. I wanted to have this um, emphasized on this date, January the 18th, because tomorrow, January 19th, is um, Sanctity of Sunday. Uh, for human life, and that was established, believe it or not, it was established um, in January 13, 1984, by President Ronald Reagan, and he issued a proclamation designating January 22nd, or the third um, Sunday of every month, as National Sanctity of Human Life Day. And that was a result of the decision that was made then on January the 22nd, 1973, because that was the day the U.S. Supreme Court legalized abortion on demand in all 50 states. So I know we're not doing this as much as perhaps we had done in the past, but churches around the United States have used that third Sunday of the month in January to celebrate God's gift of life so that it reminds us that many lives have been lost through abortion and that we kind of we commit ourselves to protecting human life at every stage and um, you also know our um, recent legislation at um, here in the New York State about on-demand abortion, even after the child is born, if the mother says um, she does not want that child, that the doctor then is can uh, go ahead and murder or kill that baby with no ramification of legislation against um, him for what he has done. As a result of that, as you know, and you are hearing me, We have established, and it has really resonated and really has rung some bells for us, that a stand needs to be taken. We need to stand up, but we need to understand what is going on. And at the same time, with the world the way it is and as busy it is, and the decisions that are being made, um, not for human life, that we have men and women who are caught in a difficult time when they find out the woman is pregnant and what they can do what they can do about it and being in their confusion and their lifestyle and their hurt and we by no means um want to um tear our 
I don't know what to say except show so much compassion and love to them. Being in that situation and being hurt, being understanding what is happening in life and they're pregnant, what do I do? And having that understanding and even a place to go to, to have that someplace to go to understand, to have people uh, help them uh, reason through things and know all the details about it. Uh, Compass Care has been created as uh, starting January, I think, Jan, July 1st, 1970, uh, the New York State um, recognized uh, the history uh, of legalized abortion. And at the time, Compass Care was first named Citizens of Public Morality. And I was incorrect about my date. It was actually founded in 1980. So I want to welcome to the program the president and CEO of Compass Care, Jim Harden. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. Uh, I'm so glad that you are, you are here. And um, you have driven in from Rochester. Yes. And um, a little slippery. A little slippery. <laughs> a little slippery. I'm going to ask you to be sure and talk into your mic yeah. so we get good hearing from our people. Great. I'm so glad that you've taken the time. Uh, I've been in meetings with you. I've heard you speak um, to pastors of Western New York. I've heard you speak at the fundraisers for Compass Care. Uh, and I really wanted to have you on to give people update and for them to have full understanding what's going on and what Compass Care is about and really aware, make people more aware of what can be done, what is going on, and that there's so many good things happening. And you're really helping a lot of men and women at this time through Compass Care. It really is exciting. Uh, this is a, a unique uh, place to minister when it comes to women facing unplanned pregnancy. And by a unique place to minister, I mean New York State and specifically Western New York. New York State, as you know, is the first state in the union to legalize abortion back in on July 1st, mm -hmm. 1970, as you described it. And um, we became uh, known for abortion tourism. Women would come to New York from all over the country to get an abortion from 1970 until Roe versus Wade legalized it throughout the entire country in 1973. And, um, and so... All across the country, organizations started to, to coalesce out of the church called Crisis Pregnancy Centers. And uh, that's, that's uh, how, how Compass Care came about in 1980. Um, we were one of the first pregnancy centers ever created um, in Rochester. And um, we were the first pregnancy center in New York State to medicalize, meaning we, were, we provide um, services to women seriously considering abortion that are medical in nature. So nurses uh, uh, provide services like uh, ultrasound, uh, diagnostic ultrasound to, to determine whether or not she's pregnant, how far along she is. Um, we do STD testing and treatment. And we can even do uh, chemical abortion reversals, meaning if a woman starts the chemical abortion process and we catch her within 72 hours of that and she changes her mind, we can uh, help her continue the pregnancy without ramifications. Mm -hmm. So that, that's a very, very exciting. Um, Rochester uh, has seen a reduction in abortion numbers by 50% in the last eight years. We have seen a, 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 an abortion drop further faster than any other county in the United States that we're aware of. And, and New York, bear in mind, is the abortion capital of the U.S. New York State has more abortions per capita than any other state in the Union. And Rochester is an abortion hub, just like Buffalo is an abortion hub, meaning there are no abortionists in the surrounding counties. So women in all the surrounding counties have to go to these abortion hub cities to get their abortions. Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, Albany, Binghamton, um, New York City, obviously. 
So uh, the, the, the fact that we've seen this drop has been extremely exciting, especially in light of the demoralizing aspects of what happened a year ago in the New York State Legislature. The entire nation was horrified as the legislature congratulated themselves uh, as, as Governor Cuomo signed the Reproductive Health Act, decriminalizing abortion through all nine months of pregnancy and making abortion itself a fundamental human right. Horrified. Everybody was just beside themselves. Uh, and in, in New York, many Christians were just demoralized, angry, certainly, and they felt powerless. I remember that day when I heard that. I literally sat down and cried. Yeah, a lot of people And heard did. so many people. We couldn't even believe our own ears that we were hearing what had just been decided and so unanimously projected now into our legislation by a vote. Yes, it, it was terrible. And it is terrible. And we hope that one day New York State will come to its senses. Uh, the, the primary, one of the primary purposes of government, in, as, as Scripture reveals it, is to um, make sure that uh, after, like after the flood, remember when, when God came to Noah and said, um, you know, be fruitful, multiply, and he reiterated the, the creation mandate? Well, there he also said, he, he added something to it. And he said, look, uh, make sure n- nobody's blood is spilt. No, no man sheds another man's blood. If another man sheds another man's blood, his blood shall be shed as well. Why? For in the image of God, he made man. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to, government is supposed to protect all people. The nature of law is, supposed, is, is designed for, for, for government to protect all people equally under the law without qualification, without arbitrary qualifications as to who is uh, you know, hu- hu- more human than somebody else. That, that's not the government's job. The government's job is to say, well, this person is, every, every person with human DNA is a person deserving of respect and dignity and equal value under the law. And, and what, what the Reproductive Health Act did was upend the purpose of government. It's, it was an act of anarchy, if you will, in that sense. And I think we think we're the ones that make these babies. You know, it takes a female and a male and an egg and then sperm. And actually, every pers- person that's been put here on earth in the conception and the creation of a baby, God created that person. Yep. He made that happen. That's right. And, and with that purpose and because of his, what his value to us for his love to us and, and the reason he sent his son to die on our cro- a cross for us is that love is that he, we... He used us to create a human being that he had planned yes. to be here on earth. Yes. And we are kind of taking matters out of his hands. And, um, and, and yet we understand there's so much fear. I love the mission statement of Compass- Compassion Care because it says it is a Christ-centered organization dedicated to erasing the need for abortion by transforming women's fear mm-hmm. into confidence. Yes. That's right. When a woman faces an unplanned pregnancy, she says, I'm stuck. I'm trapped. Mm-hmm. I've got no other choice. I need to have an abortion. And our job is to come alongside of her, uh, to walk with her down this proverbial road of life. <clears throat> and to give her full information That's right. and have trained pe- uh, people there. I know the you have reduced abortion 50 percent in Rochester and well on our way of education and the type of compass care facility that you have now here in Buffalo, excuse me, to do that very same thing. It's on the decline, but you're giving full disclosure. You got medical people. Uh, You don't shame people. It is a loving environment to give them care, sympathy, compassion, and understanding. 
Yep. One of the one of the things that we say at Compass Care is that services are important, but the manner in which those services are provided mm. are just as important, if not more so than the services themselves. We have to be very careful to uh, dignify her in everything that we do and say, because she is made in the image of God, and and she deserves blessing and protection just like just like her child does. And when a woman feels supported and secure, she's much more likely to feel like she can support another person. And to be open and uh, have questions answered or even ask questions, because there's so many times um, since I I do counseling and been involved in ministry for a number of years, so many women have come back and said, I never knew that. They did not tell me that before I decided to have my abortion. It's tragic. Uh, We need to take a break. uh, And I want to encourage you um, to call in, make a comment, ask a question. Maybe you have um, a story. Maybe you want to just say, I am so for this. I've been praying about this. If you have a comment or a question, you can call us by calling 883-5000. That's here locally. Or if you're in Canada or outside the area, you can call 800-684-2848. We would love to have your comment or your question. uh, And you can address it to um, Reverend Jim Harding and a Oh, I just his whole uh, character, testimony and everything. He is a father of 10 children. He's so compassionate with women and uh, such a divine appointment for him to be president and CEO of Compass Care. WDCX, today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. And we're going to be right back. Healthcare, we all need it, but who you choose to help you take care of your health can make all the difference in the world. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have an approach that may be different and better than what you're used to. They promote preventive care and reversal of the disease process. Because God created our bodies in a perfect way, we're all designed to heal, not just be absent of symptoms, to truly heal. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, their focus is your total well-being, physically, mentally, and spiritually. They want to help restore your God-given abilities to heal and thrive without medication or surgery. It's time to choose Synergy Nutrition and Wellness as part of your health care. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Are you tired of not knowing what to do? Have yours or others' poor choices affected your life? Have you been taken advantage of by someone or something you trusted? These are just some of the areas where In His Name Outreach can help. They are known for their excellent counseling and recovery services. If you've been hurt, they are there. All areas of counseling available for you and your family. If addiction has hurt you and those you love, they are there. Faith-based and ready to meet your needs, they offer a wide range of supportive services such as Christ-centered 12-step recovery, life-changing evidence-based programs, certified recovery coaching, and peer advocacy. They also offer topical seminars and customized workshops too. Centrally located with ample parking and a resource that is available to you. They are a call away. Won't you call today? 716-464-3681 or check out IHNO.org. Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. 
you've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Feel like you're over your head with everyday life? You've come to the right place. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. I love being on the program on Saturday so we can do the very thing that the program talks about, and that is to give today's living hope for people, to know that there's hope, there's care, God has a plan, the Word of God is true, what He says He will do, what He promises He will keep. And so as we talk about this topic, we've got to know that um, God wants to help direct His people to do the right thing in supporting, coming alongside, caring about people. And uh, I that's why Compass Care exists. Right. Uh, wouldn't you agree, Jim, that, I mean, how long have you been in Compass Care? Definitely. This is my 19th year of service. Your 19th year of service. Mm. And um, you are a born-again believer. You are a pastor. Yes. Um, you're CEO and director. And you see the movement of God in this right now for yeah. for his sake for human mankind it is amazing to see god's church coming together in buffalo i i have never seen anything like it the the unity of spirit uh, and the desire to to glorify the lord in service to our fellow man is absolutely uh one of the most encouraging things i've seen ever uh compass care said hey uh we, we want to uh we believe God wants us to come alongside uh, Buffalo uh, with, with what he's taught us in Rochester and beyond uh, to cut the abortion rates in half in the next five years. So we came, so God orchestrated a series of, of relationships for other, with other pregnancy centers, and they said, can we say that? Can we actually, can we do that? And we said, well, why, why not? I mean, we serve a big God. God has, has seen fit to do that in Rochester, and I—, I I think it's his heart to do that everywhere. And, and I think it's not just to reduce it 50%, but, to, but, but so that it would go away altogether. That women would never have to fear having their own children. That women uh, would, 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 would never think that uh, abortion is their only option. And, and it's happening in, in Buffalo. So we, we, we saw this consolidation happen with other pregnancy centers, and Compass Care adopted uh, them. And now we've got the infrastructure and the staffing to serve 25% of all the women in the Buffalo area who are seriously considering abortion every single year. And if we do that for five years, the abortion rates will come down 50% by God's grace. And you've already started to see the decline. Yes, we have. In fact, we, we, we started services in April, and um, we, we, we began to see uh, patients, uh, and the, 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 we, we've seen 88 patients uh, ch change their mind and decide to have their babies. And over 40 of them uh, so far have, have submitted their lives to Christ. And that's just in the Buffalo. And that, that was with a, a, a skeleton crew in a small um, uh, office. Now we've got a new office. Oh, that's right. We just went into the, I know there's some open houses and some things coming up. Yeah. I really encourage people, if you have a comment or a question, as you can tell, I've got a little thing going on with my sinuses and a cold. But if you want to call in, hey, we want to take a comment or a question from you, 883-5000 or 800-684-2848. 
And for everybody that calls in, I know I just kind of felt like it's cold outside. Let's have a cup of coffee. Come, uh, call in with your comment or question, and you get a coffee card on us today to enjoy. But the Compass Care, you came together. You brought the two offices together. You decided that you really needed to expand what was happening in the Crisis Pregnancy Center here. Right. Talk to us about that, what needed to be increased. Well, we needed to be able to in, to increase the, the 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 office space so that we could have at least three exam rooms. We also needed to increase the, the nursing staff so we could actually serve more patients. And we needed to um, to bring in Compass Care's uh, proven service process for with marketing as well as direct services to patients who are seriously considering abortion. So we were able to do that in the last several months. It's been a, a lot of work, and uh, the, the people of God, uh, not just working with Compass Care, but also in the churches, have made that a reality. It is, it is exciting to see Compass Care, and it usually takes, let me just give you some perspective. Okay. For an organization, a pregnancy center, uh, to, to be able to serve uh, 25% of, of the market in this size town usually takes... Well, it's, they're hard to find if you can find them at all across the country. But it usually takes 20 or 30 years to build something of that size. And what, I'm, what happened in Buffalo is that in, the, in just nine months, just nine months, that happened. Now we have an organization that is able to serve 25% of, of all the women seriously considering abortion in Buffalo. And that's 3,200 abortions a year. Um, so we're, we're excited about what God is doing here. And we're excited about 2020 as, as, the, as the first full year of services, and we're, we're ramping up right now. Patients are responding wonderfully well. Uh, they're, 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 they come into the office. It's, it's a beautiful medical office, and they, they feel dignified. Um, the, they, they love the nurses. They love the interaction. Um, on a scale, we, we asked the patients to fill out uh, exit surveys. Well, mm-hmm. What did you think about the services you, you had today on a scale of 1 to 5? And our average rating is a 4.9. And bear in mind that these are women that are coming in uh, either thinking about getting an abortion or have already made up their mind to have an abortion. And they love the services that much. It's because they're treated with dignity and respect. Absolutely. And it's such a difficult time. I have talked to several women trying to make that decision and just uh, being so pushed and so uh, fearful. And um, it really puts you kind of in a state emotionally to make a quick decision or to turn around and run and to go to a place that, that understands that and welcomes them with such compassion and gives mm-hmm. them information and knowledge and to have enough medical people there to actually explain things to yes. them. Uh, your nurses, and I think you even have a doctor yes. um, there that's prepared. We are prepared to help these um, people and, we sure are. and take enough time and have them even come back if they need to reconsider. Right. They haven't made up their mind yet. Let me ask some more questions. That's or right. or if they come in and say, I really don't think I, I want it. Can I do the uh, um, take the medication to stop? Um, to turn around the, yes. the chemical abortion if they've changed their mind. That's right. <coughs> in fact, many, many women do change their mind after they've started a chemical abortion. As you know, there's two different kinds two different categories of abortion. There's many different kinds of abortion, but two categories, one surgical and one chemical. Okay. Right? So there's different kinds of surgical procedures, and <clears throat> there's one kind of chemical, and that is the, called RU486. Well, it's a, two, it's a two-dose regimen. She takes the first pill, and that essentially kills the baby, and the second pill expels the baby from the uterus. So what we can do is, once she's taken that first pill, we got 72 hours. 
if she changes her mind, we can get her in and uh, and and use pregnancy sustaining therapy that's used, you know, t- that's been used for decades to help women who have chronic miscarriage problems, and that's that's what helps her have the baby. Um, so it's exciting to see, uh, and 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 um, you know, women and men uh, need to have uh, the support and security. Uh, they need to have a vision of their future after having had a child. Can I do this? You know, it, it, what about my what about school? What about uh, child care? What about medical care? What about my plans? It's my you know the, the thing that drives her to get an abortion now is my life versus the baby's life. This is what's going through her mind. My I'm life sure. versus the baby's life. You see, someone's going to die here. It's either going to be my life as I had planned it or, or as it is, or the baby's life. And it's a tragic choice for her. And we come alongside her and say, there's a third narrative. You know, the world tells you that you can either, there's only two narratives. The world says you can either have the baby and be destitute for the rest of your life, or you can have the abortion and fulfill your dreams. Well, there's a third narrative that they're not being told that Compass Care tells her. And shows her and gives her the, the tools to, to walk down this road. And that third narrative is you can actually have this baby and fulfill your destiny unto God. You can actually have a fulfilling uh, and, and wonderful life and have this baby. And that's good news. And it's hopeful news. And, and, and you, know what, you know what pregnancy is? Unplanned pregnancy is not a negative side effect to sexual activity outside of marriage. I know it sounds strange, but, let me, but hear me out. STDs are a negative side effect to sexual activity outside of marriage. What is an unplanned pregnancy? It is an act of God whereby mm. it's a grace. It's a crossroads of grace. And she can choose to make one more poor decision in a long line of poor decisions that got her here and have an abortion. Or or she can choose to make the first positive decision in a long line of future positive decisions and have the baby. And she gets an opportunity to, uh, to understand who the Lord is and, and, and to meet him. And it's so wonderful because you're helping her to understand with confidence rather than to operate in fear. That's right. Exactly. And yes. there's so much more to, to this whole situation for her to understand and picture exactly. when she's panicking and she's in fear. Well, we have a call here, and our caller is Lynette. She's from um, West Seneca. And um, welcome, Lynette. How are you? Hello, Linda. Great to be on the call with you. Oh, uh, yes, yes. How are you doing today? I am good. I am good. I just happened to, because of the snow, got a free uh, afternoon and was so blessed that this is the topic of your call. And um, I just wanted to share my heart and to thank uh, Pastor Jim for what he's doing with his work. It's our pleasure. Um, Thank you, Lynette. Yeah, I was I was at that meeting for Pastors for Life um, a little few months ago. Oh, great. And um, I just love your approach, and I love what you said. It's not, it's the manner in what you're giving the services to the women. Mm. And um, I, um, I just, I just want to encourage you, and I want to thank you for bringing the body together. My heart is for unity. I work with Daughters United, and um, the one of the, first pillar that we have is our life pillar, sanctity of life. And um, yeah. uh, I just, th- I thank you. I, I hope to contact you again when we're not on a call, but um, I just want to encourage you and bless what you're doing. And Linda, thank you for having him on because I'm, I'm learning so much as you're talking just about how you've joined um, Buffalo, Rochester and um, what you're doing in the body of Christ. Mm. 
mm-hmm. um, with unity. Oh, thank you very much. Thank Lynette. you so, uh, Lynette, so much for calling in today and to just hear how God is working. It's so exciting, isn't it, for what he's doing and planning for this area to have give hope and help uh, to people. So thanks for calling in. I'm going to put you on hold and send you back to Solomon so he can get your information and the type of coffee card you w- would like. So um, thanks and bl- blessings to you. Yes. Thanks for that. So true. Isn't oh, that yes. So I, true. I, I want to just say Lynette spoke of um, of how com- Compass Care is bringing unity. And, and it's really not Compass Care. It's God has already brought this unity to Buffalo. Compass Care just had the privilege of stepping into it. it, it I, I'm not, again, mm. I just want to reiterate what, ha- what God has done in Buffalo with the church in Buffalo uh, in terms of uniting the church around this issue and others has been st- uh, staggeringly encouraging. I mean, I, I, I step back and I think, wow, this, this, is, uh, this is the way it should be. And uh, so I just want to be careful to give credit where credit is due. It is, it is all the Lord's doing. And Compass Care is kind of a Johnny-come-lately. We're standing on the shoulders of giants here in Buffalo. People have been, have been doing pro-life work mm-hmm. for decades and decades and decades. And, and the pastors uh, have been working hard for, uh, in their relationships with each other for 30, 40 years to bring this uh, ground to, to the point where it's fruitful. I, I think one of the first things I recognized when we were in those pastors' meetings and hearing some of the things that they're doing in the New York um, Pastors Association that is going to be help people understand educationally, spiritually, and politically yeah. how to turn this around, that we literally are operating now in obedience to those pastors who have been praying for yes. years upon years and, yes. and other people who... Uh, want uh, abortion eliminated yes and <clears throat> because this has happened to new york we've gotten a big wake-up call oh you know i think you know lynette was there and you you were at one of these meetings yes. too mm-hmm. new york pastors for life um they all signed up so many uh, probably a hundred pastors yes we did. signed a personhood statement yes about uh what what it what it means to be human under god and that's uh that's a very important piece. But I think what's going to happen is that God is going to use the Church of New York to pave the way as an example for the rest of the church all across the country to understand what it means and how to be Christians in a, in a, a very anti-Christian pagan world. We are pioneering. And, uh, you know, the Christians are not running away. We're saying, no, this is, a, this is exactly why God gives us faith. For times like this, in, 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 in states like this, this is what the church is for, to be a light in the darkness. And boy, it is dark in New York, but the people of God are shining bright. Well, and because of that, that uh, light is getting brighter and brighter. Hey, yes. we need to step aside for a few minutes for our endorsing sponsors. And uh, one of my endorsing sponsors is Operation Exodus. And I'm so thankful that they care enough about the Jewish nation that they are helping them fulfill Aliyah every day every week in the year to help those people go back who have been called to go home to their homeland, Israel. Hey, we're going to take that endorsing sponsor break and we'll be right back. Don't go away. We have a lot more to share. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. 
Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's Word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home. Everybody knows that journeys are better when made with friends. And for over 66 years, it has been our honor and privilege at Bender's Christian Store to walk this faith journey with you, our friends, supplying you with the tools you need along the way. And as we move into 2020, we look forward to bringing you the Bible in new and exciting ways. Have you checked out the Filament Bible? It's a New Living Translation text Bible in traditional print form that works with an app on your phone to bring you multimedia notes, charts, videos, and extras to bring more understanding to your studies. And speaking of video, have you seen the Jesus VR goggles, that's virtual reality goggles, we've got them too. They work with an app on your phone to allow you to watch a movie of the life of Christ in an immersive 360-degree video, which means you feel like you're there while watching. Stop in to try them out. And while you're on this year's journey, check out the new Pilgrim's Progress DVD, the classic John Bunyan story now told in brilliant 3D animation. All this and more is in store for you at Bender's Christian Store. So visit with us at 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of Transit Road in Williamsville, or call us at 716-633-5757, or find us on Facebook. Bender's Christian Store, here for your Bible needs on the journey ahead. Building your faith and finding hope one day at a time. It's Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back. My guest today is Reverend Jim Harden, and he is the CEO and president of Compass Care, which started in Rochester, um, New York, with the goal of reducing abortions by 50% in the Rochester area, and they've accomplished that goal. And now they have um, decided to now partner with those, um, a, a group here in Buffalo, and we have a facility, a brand new facility. Yes. Um, Jim, tell us about that. Yes, the, we, we were able to uh, purchase a new facility in Buffalo on Eggert Road, uh, 1230 Eggert Road, actually. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a medical office, state-of-the-art, and uh, it's just been newly renovated. We, we're just putting the finishing touches on it, but we've been serving patients there since, uh, uh, oh gosh, December uh, 9th. Um, so it's been it was it was a, a miracle, uh, a, several miracles that went in, that were involved in that particular um, finding and purchasing and renovating uh, that that space. We now have the the tools that we need. We have the the, the nursing staff, uh, the facilities uh, necessary to actually uh, serve the patients that in, in Buffalo in such a way that we can help them have their babies uh, more consistently. What is the, um, tell the location and a telephone number. I think it'd be a good time to share that with our listeners. Yeah, the best way to, to get a hold of, of us, okay, the location is uh, 1230 Eggert Road. The, uh, the telephone number um, is 716-800-2309. And... Um, you know, you can go online, too, and see uh, the patient-facing uh, website at www.compasscare.info, or you can go online and look at uh, kind of the supporter-facing website, which is www.compasscarecommunity.com. 
Tell, tell me those again we, for our listeners. Yes, compasscarecommunity.com is for our supporters, and compasscare.info is for uh, our patients. So if there's somebody out there that uh, is, finding, is finding that they're, they're pregnant and uh, is, is, is trying to figure out uh, what to do next, Compass Care is, is the place to go. We offer essentially baseline uh, OB care with all the information and support necessary in order to help you uh, have the baby. And, you know, when a woman uh, is seriously considering abortion, the idea is for medical care, um, if, if, if somebody feels like they have to have a particular medical treatment, meaning they're coerced by their circumstances, they, they, their, their relationships or their finances, et cetera, uh, are demanding that they have this particular medical treatment, it's called coercion. Hmm. It's called coercion. It is the opposite of true autonomy. For a woman to be truly autonomous when she's facing an unplanned pregnancy, she needs to be able to say no to abortion. And we help her, give her the tools and support and security that she needs in order to see herself having this baby uh, so that she can say no to abortion. See, that's the most difficult choice. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows that having the baby is the most difficult choice. You know, it changes your life. And, and rightly, rightly so. Uh, it's, it's hard. Uh, but if she can, if, if we can give her that vision after the first 75-minute appointment so that she walks out of her office um, saying to herself, I see now how I could do it if I wanted to, then her decision is truly free. Then she can make a decision based on all the facts, right. everything that she was been given. That's right. Rather than n- not have the ultrasound yes. and not have all the facts and then... The bitterness and the hurt afterwards when I was have the regret of saying they never told me this. Yes. They never told me everything. I didn't understand yep. that part. And, and we want to slow get her down. We just want to help her. Help her slow her down to think through and not make a panic decision exactly. because you do have time. She, she has a lot of time, actually. They, 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 you know, women tend to make the, their, the decision about their pregnancy within 24 hours after the first positive home pregnancy test. Think about that. They, they make a decision about wow. the outcome of the pregnancy within 24 hours after the first positive home pregnancy test. And, and really, she's got a lot of time. She's got, uh, she, and, 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 sh- and she should feel that way. Our job is to reduce her anxiety such that she can think her way through this uh, in a more concerted fashion. Absolutely. I, I, so informative so, uh, to make an intelligent decision and know that there is not that fear and that push, but to just understand all aspects has to give reassurance and some type of peace during yes. this very, very difficult time. She is in turmoil, emotional and otherwise. And, you know, her body obviously is in turmoil uh, to a significant degree. She doesn't feel good um, often. And, uh, and our nurses do a great job, just a fantastic job, second to none. You know, just loving her and giving her perspective and just, you know, giving her a sense of, of, of peace and security and saying, look, there is a source of peace. There is one source of peace that, that, that we have to go back to, and that is our creator. He created us to be at peace with himself and the world, and that's why he sent Jesus. And, and uh, we give her an opportunity. We, of course, it's permission-based, but we give every patient the opportunity to hear the gospel uh, about how she can know the source of all true peace. I love the clinical pregnancy testing and confirmation, the ultrasound, gestational age determination, mm-hmm. complete pregnancy and abortion options, right. consultation, medical insurance, and community support referrals. Yeah. I mean, it is complete. 
that's our goal. That's 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 what we want to do. You know, we we've got to. You know, there's lots of different reasons why women might be thinking she needs to get an abortion. We need to be able to address all those things in a very uh, customized fashion for each woman. It's comprehensive. It's complete. Yes. That's what I like about it. And it's coming, yes, every place that we would say would be compassion. Oh, we can help you uh, right away. But there's a difference about the being mm. of how you go about it, not just the doing. Yes. And that's what you're explaining to us that Compass Care is really about. And that separates that from the normal trend of where peop- uh, women have been able to go, like yeah. Planned Parenthood. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Compass Care is is understands the nature of what it means to be human and uh and there are such things as right decisions and wrong decisions and our job is is not to judge our job is to come alongside and encourage people to make the right decisions um and obviously we know what that means uh, for her and her baby uh and and we we hope that she makes those decisions we can't force her to make the decisions we want her to make but we are a christian organization first and foremost and that's what makes us uniquely suited to be able to serve her best Wonderful. I, I just love everything about it and what's happening and that it's being effective and you're truly helping people and you're giving that full comprehensive and you have connection and other resources to help them with the decisions that they've made that to right. follow through. Yes. And it's a complete it's a complete service. And, and that is just beautiful. Um, it's time for us to take that next uh, um, endorsing sponsor. And I love having Jimmy Scaringi on from Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. By the way, he's going to be on this next week and we're going to do two things you know you've been struggling with getting your health uh on just what it needs to be and you're into the third week in january and you know that resolution just went out the door about week two and so he's going to help us to know how to get back on track plus he's going to give us a vaccination update so just know jimmy scaringi from synergy nutrition and wellness will be be with us next week hey don't go away we have a lot more to say and uh I've asked Jim to also share with us some biblical truth as well as after the top of the hour. Zero energy, digestive issues, pain, anxiety, inflammation, migraines, trouble sleeping, symptom after symptom, the list goes on and on, ailments that never end. You're tired of just managing your symptoms. You've had enough of medication being the only option. You need to seek the expert advice from the professionals at Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have a proprietary system to analyze underlying deficiencies and toxicities so they can restore your pathway to healing without medication or surgeries. They've seen every symptom and condition and have had great success in restoring patients' health. Get rid of the symptoms. Allow your body to heal and thrive with the help of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Looking for a new career where you can really make a difference in someone's life? In His Name Outreach is looking for a few extraordinary people that have come through struggles and challenges. Do you have a calling on your life to help others through tough times? Maybe you like collaborating with other organizations, clinical settings, or calling and checking in on others is your cup of tea. In His Name Outreach offers opportunities to learn and grow in this new developing workforce. Albany has recently voted I Know as 
best practice trainers for recovery coaches and certified recovery peer advocates for Buffalo and Greater Erie. And their new facility and dynamic teachers make learning easy. For more info, check them out on the web at www.ihno.org or call 716-564-3681 to learn more about the classes available to step into this innovative career opportunity. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, welcome back. My guest today, Jim Harden. We've been talking about Compass Care, and I'm so thankful for Lynette's call in um, to the program today. And Compass Care's new facility is um, located at 1231 Eggert Road here in Buffalo. And the telephone number um, there is 716-800-2309. Jim, um, how can uh, we participate? Oh, I wanted you to um, share the story. We were talking at oh, break yeah. time about a couple who came in, and uh, they and he came with her, the father, right. came in and trying to make a decision whether to abort this baby or not. And um, yes, tell us about that. Yeah, was, so this is a, a typical story um, in the sense that when, 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 a, when a father comes in, it's not often a father does come in, but... Um, they had made up their mind to have an abortion, both you know together, and uh, they came in and received the services uh, that we offer. One of them being an ultrasound scan to confirm the viability of the pregnancy, and um, they saw the baby. The baby was about eight eight weeks old, and in terms of gestational age, and uh, they could see the baby moving, and uh, they could hear the heart beating because of a Doppler function on the ultrasound, and. Uh, you know, the, 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 she was distraught, um, and he, he leans over and, and whispers to her, you know, it's okay if you want to change your mind. I know it's going to be hard, but we can do this. That's the kind of moment where, uh, you know, it, it makes it all, all worthwhile. You know, mm-hmm. that's not why we come back day in and day out, honestly. Uh, we, we come back day in and day out because we're faithful. We want to be faithful to the Lord. Yes. But there, there are these moments, these high moments when, when uh, we, see, we see it pay off. When, when people do get a vision and they say, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's, 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 it's going to be difficult, but we can do it. Uh, we can have this baby and we, we, can, we can live this life together. Uh, that's that's uh, exciting. And we see that a lot. That's that's wonderful, and um, that's an act of God. It is just helping people um, to make um, decisions that honors His creation. Yeah. And when we are in tough spots and feel pressed in all areas um, by panic every, or fear, that's right. Everybody's been there. There isn't one of us who hasn't been there. I mean, you know, it's 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 a common uh, element. Common. Uh, it's a theme throughout humanity. Everybody experiences crisis. Everybody experiences moments of doubt. Everybody is tempted to make wrong decisions, and all of us have made wrong decisions. But our job as believers is to come alongside uh, women in, in these crisis moments and and help her, what, give her all the support and security that she needs in order to have this baby. And uh, and it and you know most of the time she does. We think it's all because of um, lack of education or low income areas of people where they are, and it actually isn't. Right. Women are getting abortions, um, different uh, economic levels, um, and making decisions not to have any more children or professionals. I mean, it's not a respecter of income at all anymore. No, no, you're 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 right on, Linda. the The reality is that. Um, 
the average age for a woman getting an abortion is 24. Many people think it's a teenager, that this is a teen pregnancy issue, and it's not. Um, many people think that it's just minorities getting abortions. And, 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 and quite, quite frankly, in Buffalo, uh, it's, it's 50-50. In Rochester, the majority of abortions are, are received by uh, white women. Um, and, you know, and, and it's not just poor people. You know, uh, in, uh, the, you know under, underserved is, is the term that's used in, in government around, you know, who, who's poor or whatever. Uh, and uh, with respect to people getting abortions, uh, you know, New York State pays for 50 percent, full 49 percent of all abortions in the state the taxpayer pays for, which means they're underserved. But in different counties, it's different. So in, in, in Rochester, it's only 25 percent. In Buffalo, it's 50 percent underserved, quote unquote. But uh, we think those numbers are a bit skewed because of the way that Medicaid is being abused. Mm, interesting, interesting. How can people get involved with Compass Care? Good question. Uh, there's there's three different there's three main ways. There's they, they can they can pray, which is extremely important. They can uh, they can sign up for the prayer net. Um, just go at compasscarecommunity.com uh, and sign up for for on the prayer net to get regular updates from the exam room, both in Buffalo and Rochester. And we need daily prayer warriors. Right now, I think we've got a thousand people praying on a, on a daily basis for women as they come in, and uh, and we get we will we'll send out follow ups on those on those uh, requests as well. Um, also, we uh, there's there's ways for people to give. Sometimes people don't have uh, the time, so they can they they they, won't, they have the resources to give of of, of their uh, money. Mm-hmm. And they can do that. They could obviously there's there's simple ways to do that at compasscarecommunity.com, and then they can serve directly. Uh, be part of the team uh, of, of Compass Care. Uh, and again, you can the, the first the first step in serving at Compass Care is to come to a tour. And uh, Compass Care has two tours a month. Um, on the second Thursday and fourth Saturday at uh, 1230 Eggert Road, second Thursday night at 7 o'clock, and the uh, fourth Saturday morning at 930. And then we also have grand opening tours. But again, if you want to serve at Compass Care, the first step is to come to a tour. The grand opening tours are on Saturday, uh, the 25th. 9 30 11 and 12 30 so if you'd like to uh, serve at compass care sign up for one of those tours if they're going to be ongoing so you don't have to worry about missing one we're going to have tours twice a month ongoing in perpetuity here so um, pray serve give there's lots of different ways to be involved uh, this is just beautiful i love that compass care is here i love how god is blessing it i love that it's making a difference it is protecting uh human life it's mm. helping people through very very difficult decisions it's honoring christ for the creation that god has created when every time uh, an egg and a sperm is united and it uh, creates a human life that's right it's because the creator has allowed that for a plan and a purpose and um what god has joined together let not man put us under put us under Yes. Now, that's usually used in marriage uh-huh. uh, <laughs> vows, but this but, is critical. Uh, this is important. Biblically speaking, I think you're accurate because the the, the nature of the marriage relationship issues uh, out life. Yes. Uh, mutual sacrifice comes life. And that is that is that is a God-like feature of, of, of marriage. The primary institution of humanity is the marriage relationship, and out of that is designed to come life. Uh, so you're right. I think you could use it that way. 
It's it's just beautiful what God has created for us, the plan that he has for us. And when we follow it, it's blessing. It gives us assurance. It gives us peace. Is it hard at the time? Uh-huh. But we grow, we mature, yeah. we rely on him. And the blessings far outweigh making a wrong decision. They sure do. Um, that you're not fully informed about. And and then realize you made the greatest mistake here on earth. But once you then have full understanding and incorporating that in God in the picture Mm. um, in a relation, I've been here long enough in Buffalo, New York since 2006, and people say I've known God all my life. Well, allow God to come in. And then also at the time, realize that his son gave you a provision as well to know him personally, not know him but to beware of him through the personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Jim, we're going to take a a break. We're at the top of the hour. And when you come back, I really wanted you to share from Scripture some things that you shared uh, at the fundraiser and uh, with our pastors at that meeting for the depth and the breadth of understanding what God has for us um, concerning just life, who Jesus is, and what does that mean for us? Hey, this is Today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. You are listening on WDCX, varied stations. We'll be right back. Feeling lost and confused about things? Here's today's Living Hope. Hey, today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn. A little snowy out here in the Buffalo area and wherever you're listening, but I have to tell you, I really think it's beautiful. I think it's the holiness of Christ coming down to purify our land. Uh, maybe purify our hearts, whatever, wherever you are. We prayed for the program that God would meet you where you are and take you where you need to go as you listen to our program today in the depth and the breadth of who Jesus is and the fact that every person who has been created, God has created them in his image and he wants them here on earth. And so my time this first hour has been with Reverend Jim Hardin, who's been with Compass Care for a, a long time, has an MDiv degree, loves the Lord, loves the Word of God, loves people. And that's what makes him so, uh, I believe, effective in Compass Care and what they have set as their goals and achievements for the Buffalo area. And uh, it's been in Rochester as well. We do. I just want to just hit on this because we're going to do another program later. I want you to know there's legislation out there happening that Compass Care has um, filed legislation uh, and we'll be talking about more of that. And we don't want to talk much about that uh, without uh, attorneys, but uh, with us and understand that we are taking steps to turn around a situation of abortion here in the New York area. That, that's true. And we actually Compass Care has filed a lawsuit um, and we'll, we'll be talking more about that. But we did file a lawsuit um, against uh Senate Bill S660, also known as the Boss Bill, um, and we'll, we'll we'll be happy to talk more about that with our with our attorneys. And I also there's other legislation uh, that I'm aware of that I can't talk about either um, because it's when it comes up it'll all, uh, we will be able to talk about it. And I also noticed on um, that they're reapproaching our Supreme Court to review and to relook at Road versus Wade. Yes, there are several opportunities the Supreme Court is going to be getting. Uh, to modify or overturn Roe versus Wade, the next. In fact, even now, in the, uh, they have two more opportunities. Uh, uh, I think well, there's Kentucky, Louisiana, and Illinois. They ref- the, the Supreme Court did not pick up the Kentucky case, which was a pro-life law that that Kentucky passed. So they let it stand, which is a win for the pro-life position. They uh, they're still waiting on well, what they're going to do with the Louisiana and Illinois cases, but there's other ones in the pipeline of the lower courts that are making their way up to the Supreme Court now too. See, God has raised up this 
from God knew what to bring to the forefront about this abortion thing. It has really, I think, awakened um, a sleepy Christian bear. Yes, and you know, interestingly enough, the Gallup organization does their there's their poll every year. It's a long-standing poll about the the pro-life sentiment of the nation, and it the the, the pro-life position of the nation has moved seven percentage points in one year toward the pro-life position, and that's very unique. Because usually in presidential administrations that are uh, mm. pro-life, the country tends to shift pro-abortion. Mm. And that the opposite has happened in a big way. And so something is happening, and we think that it was because of what happened in New York last year. Everybody was just astounded and staggered at the, at the, the heinousness of what, what our elected officials would actually do. It hit us to the core of our hearts yeah. and our souls. Uh, like never before. Yes. It really did. That's why I wanted to spend this last, um, this next part of today's Living Hope. I know from 2.30 to 3, David Cummings is coming on and, and speaking um, for uh, Operation Exodus. But from our time now, from uh, the top of the hour of 2 until 2.30, I really wanted Jim Harden to talk to us through the scriptures that God has laid on his heart that I honestly think actually fills in the depth and the breadth of, and fills in the cracks of understanding and knowing from God's word what then is our part hmm. as believing people. So would you share with us? I'd be happy to. You know, a pastor once asked me, Linda, Jim, why are you pro-life? And, uh, you know, I, I had never been asked that question before. I had been running Compass Care for many years by that time. And uh, I said, well, that's a good question. I, I guess the answer is I'm pro-life because I'm a Christian. And he said, oh, no, you've got to give me more than that, Jim. Mm. And I said, well, uh, let me think about it. So I, I, I thought about it for a minute. And I said, I guess the best way I could describe it is through a story. And it's a story of when Jesus was uh, doing what he does, you know, preaching and teaching and healing, etc. cetera. And, and he saw his disciples, all 12 of them, rebuking parents for bringing their babies to be blessed by him. This is found in Mark chapter 10. There's a parallel passage in Luke that describes the same thing. And Jesus sees this, and the Bible says that he is livid. I mean, he's really angry. Mm -hmm. This is the only time in all of recorded scripture where Jesus is angry with all 12 disciples, not just Peter or, you know. Mm -hmm. the, 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 thing, what, the thing of it is that um, he stops what he's doing, and he, and he says uh, two things. Well, actually, he says one thing, but he says it in two different ways, and it's a command. Let the little children come to me, he says. Do not hinder them. And he's saying this in while he's angry. You know, I don't know what anger looks like in the face of Jesus, but I know what it looks like, you know, on the face of my mom or something like that. <laughs> um, but he was, he, he was not flying off the handle. He was under control. He was using it as a teachable moment. And if you're going to call yourself a disciple of mine, you're going to have to do this thing. Let the little children come to me. And the, the way he said it in a negative way was, stop it. Do not hinder them. So being the commensurate teacher, he tells them why. He says, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Now, we know they're not like walking around children. We know they're babies in arms because the Luke and parallel passage uses the term infant for these children. So we know they're newly, newborns. And uh, he says, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And I thought to myself, what is it about these uh, newborn babies that make them the perfect citizen of heaven? And uh, and I thought, well, gosh, it, can't, it probably it can't be the, that, that they haven't, that they're sinless because they're born into sin. They have the sin nature, just like that's just mm. like all of us. So what is it? And um, and what is it that that made Jesus so angry that they should have known better? 
right? Jesus obviously thought they should have known better. You've been with me how long and you still don't get this? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he said, uh, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And I think it's that children, the babies in arms, they are, they are, they are powerless. They, are, um, they have no resources of their own. They have no voice unless s- someone picks up their cause and takes care of them using their resources uh, and their time and, and their status as a, in, in society. That child will die of exposure within hours or days. And so, too, a, a sinner before a holy God has no power. I have no voice. I have no rights before a holy God unless somebody picks up my cause and leverages his power, his resources, and his good standing before God the Father on my behalf. I will die of exposure to my sins. And that's exactly why Jesus came. He says, you've been with me this long and you still don't get it? That baby disciple is you. And so, uh, so that's what I told my friend. And, uh, and then the, the next question is, well, what about babies, though? I mean, really? Babies in the womb. I mean, these are born babies, right, Jim? These babies are born. They're not pre-born. I mean, the Supreme Court ruled that a pre-born baby isn't a, isn't a person like you and I. The Supreme Court already ruled it. Well, what, what did the Supreme Court say in, in, in Roe v. Wade in 1973? Did they legalize abortion? Or did they say a child in the womb is not a person protected under the Constitution? They said a child in the womb is not a person. Therefore, you can do anything you want to. The, the, the government has no obligation to protect this per, these persons uh, these persons' rights. Um, they did the same thing with uh, Native Americans in 1823. They did the same thing with uh, African Americans in 1857. They did the same thing with the mentally unfit for the purposes of forced sterilization in 1927. American um, the United the United States Supreme Court has a history of denying personhood status for the purpose of of controlling a certain category of human being or enslaving them or destroying them. Uh, and, and it's no different with abortion. Um, so, 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 the, so why, though, uh, should we as Christians look at the, the child in the womb and say, this, this is somebody we ought to protect? The Bible doesn't say abortion is wrong, does it? Well, it doesn't explicitly say abortion is wrong, but we as Christians work off of principle. And so what's the principle here? Well, I think the, the, the question that at, the, the lawyer asked Jesus was a good one. He said, uh, hey, Jesus, I've got a question for you. Remember this in Luke chapter 10? Who, uh, what's, what's the greatest commandment? And Jesus says, well, you're the lawyer. You tell me. And the lawyer responds by saying, well, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. And, uh, and Jesus says, that's right. Now go and do, do that. And so the man, wishing to justify himself, look at that, wishing to justify himself, says, yeah, but who's my neighbor? Ah, there's the question. What did the Supreme Court ask about the preborn baby? Is he a person? Who's, who's really a person? Yeah, but who's my neighbor? It's the same question, mm-hmm. right? And when you start asking those questions, you start to parse. You become the judge and the jury, and you start to parse out who qualifies as a human and who does not qualify as a human based on human, your own personal human terms. That's a very, very dangerous, slippery slope. And so Jesus said, well, he, he answered this guy's question. Well, who's my neighbor? With a parable. You remember the parable? The parable is the Good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. And so here's this guy. He's walking down to this dangerous Jericho Road, and some robbers come out, and they beat him, and they leave him for dead. And a priest comes by, and he walks by on the other side. I don't have time for this. A Levite walks by, a lawyer type, walks by on the other side, doesn't have time for this. A Samaritan, a half-breed, somebody who's not even considered human by Jewish standards at the time, walks by and sees this man dying. He stops. Stops what he's doing. 
spends his resources, puts them on his uh, his his animal, and and takes him to an inn, and says uses his money to say, look, nurse this guy back to health, and I got to go away for a little while, but you know any 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 costs you incur, put it on my bill, and I'll pay you when I get back. And Jesus asked him, now who who do you suppose was a neighbor to this man? And the the good the the the, the lawyer says, well, it was the man who helped the other man. He was the neighbor. He couldn't even bring himself to say Samaritan, right? It was the man who helped the other man. And so Jesus says, well, go and do likewise. And so I, I think that <clears throat> what we have to, um, as Christians, we come down to, to understanding the fact that we don't get to decide who our neighbor is. We don't get to decide who qualifies for our favor and who does not. You see, the opposite of love, according to Scripture, is not hate. The opposite of love is partiality. The, the royal law, the, the, the royal law is the law that emanates from the very center of God's being. It, is, it, is, it represents who he is and how he behaves. And because we're made in his image, we're supposed to do the same thing. We're supposed to reflect who he is and behave in a similar fashion. And the royal law is to love your neighbor as yourself. And so... Uh, if you're if you're if you're helping your neighbor and you're 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 obeying the royal law, you're doing well, James says. But if you show partiality, you are violating the law, right? Uh, partiality is 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 the opposite of love. Favoritism is the opposite opposite of love. We don't get to decide who's a human and who's not a human, who's a person and who's not a person. Uh, everybody is equally valuable. No one gets to decide. Who qualifies as a human who does not? If they, if that, what's the difference between a, a newly conceived child and an old man dying on his deathbed? Maturity. That, that, that newly conceived child is fully human all the time. It, 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 he or she could never be anything else. That's the same thing is true as anyone of any age, any middle age. age or 75, 85, 95. They're still they, maturing. They're still maturing and they still have value. Yes, of course. Inherent value because they're made in the image of God. They are minted that way. Uh, we are inherently valuable, and uh, that—that's—that's—that's that's what we're after here. That is so interesting to me, and I know you have more to say because we, for some reason, have diluted this. We don't understand this. We haven't looked closely uh, uh, at the Word of God. Uh, I mean, we want to—we want to determine euthanasia. We want to determine wh- when conception was, and the minute the egg meets the sperm, there's a spark that happens, mm-hmm. it, and that's united, and that's made of God. We don't have the right to take partiality in our own opinion or even by law to discriminate against the value and the quality of people and by the way wasn't our constitution founded on that yes and now we've just slipped and gone totally the other way time to take a break with today's living hope with linda penn and my special guest reverend jim harden and we're going to conclude after we come back from uh, this break Healthcare, we all need it, but who you choose to help you take care of your health can make all the difference in the world. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have an approach that may be different and better than what you're used to. They promote preventive care and reversal of the disease process. Because God created our bodies in a perfect way, we're all designed to heal, not just be absent of symptoms, to truly heal. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, their focus is your total well-being, physically, mentally, and spiritually. They want to help restore your God-given 
proven abilities to heal and thrive without medication or surgery. It's time to choose Synergy Nutrition and Wellness as part of your health care. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Are you tired of not knowing what to do? Have yours or others' poor choices affected your life? Have you been taken advantage of by someone or something you trusted? These are just some of the areas where In His Name Outreach can help. They are known for their excellent counseling and recovery services. If you've been hurt, they are there. All areas of counseling available for you and your family. If addiction has hurt you and those you love, they are there. Faith-based and ready to meet your needs, they offer a wide range of supportive services such as Christ-centered 12-step recovery, life-changing evidence-based programs, certified recovery coaching, and peer advocacy. They also offer topical seminars and customized workshops too. Centrally located with ample parking and a resource that is available to you. They are a call away. Won't you call today? 716-464-3681 or check out IHNO.org. That nervous feeling you get in your stomach is God telling you to join the conversation. Give Linda a call at 1-800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Welcome back. You know, life is just important. Life matters. Life matters to God. Life matters that we make good decisions based on the Word of God and His principles. And that's why I wanted Jim to continue to share because he's given us um, in-depth, just connecting the dots for us. Um, so the world or our own self-thinking is not uh, talking to us because God does value every human being here he on earth in the conception of and that everybody has equal rights. Our Constitution's been um, confirmed in that. And um, we don't have a right, and even legislators do not have the right to take that away from us. Uh, rights away from parents, rights away from deciding who, when a child is a child. Uh, it's at the moment of conception, mm-hmm. and you have shared that through um, understanding the Word of God. H- help us to finish up in the, this half hour sure. with your, um, what God wants to tell us. Well, I think uh, f- f- a lot of Christians in the modern West have lost sight of first principles. And what I mean by that is we don't know how to determine whether something is right or wrong anymore. It's mostly based on my personal opinion about how I feel. And and we are made in the image of God. And what that means is we're designed to reflect him both in our essence and in our actions. So we, we are inherently valuable because we're made in his image, but we're also designed to behave as in his image, to make the decisions about how we interact with the world and each other in ways that are consistent with God's nature. So everything that, that, that all of our acts or thoughts that are not consistent with God's character and God's nature are called sin. And God is not a man that he should lie. Lie. He doesn't change. He's, he's the same in his, in his actions as he is in his essence. And he's asking us to do the same thing. And he gives us power to do that through Jesus Christ. He gives us the power to do that through the Holy Spirit and knowing the word of God. So then I can, the word sanctification is now in the process from the time I've come to know Jesus. He is separating me from myself, yes. my sin. Yeah. He's separating 
myself from the world and yes. from the influence of the temptation of the evil one yes. to be conformed to his image. That's right. So we're acting, being, believing, Amen. and doing Amen. based on the word of God, not how we feel. Exactly. So God takes us, he meets us where we are, but he never lets us stay where we are. That's the essence of sanctification. He'll meet us where we are, wherever we are, whatever we've been through, whoever you are, where, whatever you're going through, he meets us right there. And then he says, come with me. Don't stay there. Come into the, 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 come into the future and to the light and to this new reality that, I, that I've made for you, the kingdom of God. And uh, first principles is what it means to understand who God is and who we are in him, in his image. And uh, when we say right and wrong, what we mean is right behavior is that which helps us accomplish our purpose in reflecting his image. Wrong behavior is that which keeps us from representing him and imaging back to him and each other. And so, so wrong behavior keeps us from accomplishing our purpose. Right behavior helps us accomplish our purpose. And therefore, it's incumbent upon us to know what our purpose is. Our purpose, and it's right there in Genesis chapter 1 and all throughout all of Scripture, is to bring us back into right relationship with God, to realign us, to orient us properly to God and to our fellow man so that we can behave, we can think properly and behave properly. That's called reconciliation. Reconciliation, that's Through right. Through the redemptive blood of Amen. Jesus Christ. That's exactly it. Yes. Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. And if you want a picture of how we ought to behave, that's Jesus. And Jesus just doesn't picture it for us. He gives us the power to do it. He emptied the storehouses of heaven at the cross, right? So that we uh, could, could have a new life, that we could be remade, so that we could be back in alignment and back in relationship with God and each other. You know, and it's so promising because uh, of who he is and what he does for us in the scriptures. I said earlier, his promises he keeps and how he teaches us. He has the plan, and it's more abundant than we ever thought or asked. We can't imagine. We can't even imagine. And the supernaturalness of when we yield our lives to Jesus Christ and let him have the plan, mm -hmm. whether it's an unwanted pregnancy, mm -hmm. no matter what it is, no matter what. he begins to work because we are his children to accomplish this that we are totally amazed. Well, think about it, Linda. The greatest injustice the world has ever seen, God took and turned on its head and made it the fountain of all blessing, and that is the cross of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And we become little Christ, little redeemers wandering around the world, uh, demonstrating the kingdom of God and bringing it to earth. And we need to be reminded of that, and just in the glory of what our salvation means and what it can bring to others. Yes. In that compassion of coming along, helping people. Um, it's just beautiful what all God has done and he fulfills all of it from Alpha to Omega. We need just to be in it and understand it. Yes. You know, Jesus is our good Samaritan, and he says, now go, do likewise. Be good Samaritans. He empowers, he, 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 he healed us, brought us back from the, the dead, and now he says, now use your new life, not for your own benefit, but for the benefit of the weak and the vulnerable. Mm, praise God. Thank you so much for being on the program today. Jim, Thank how you. can we pray for you and your family? Well, thank you very much. I, I We could definitely use... All the prayers we can get, um, we have, um, we, I say we have everybody in our family from degrees to diapers. We have 10 children. Uh, one of them just graduated from college, and we've got a four-year-old. Um, actually, he's now, he's now out of diapers, thankfully. It's the first time in 17 years we haven't had a child in diapers. Um, <laughs> so we've, we've got a lot going on at home, and uh, a lot of wisdom is required to navigate some of these mm. new waters uh, in terms of the teen years. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely been there, done that. <laughs> Let me pray for you as we um, come you. down to this uh, half-hour spot. Hey, thank you, Lord, for just all your blessing. 
Thank you for who you bring to us for speakers and ministry and the greatness of what you're doing in the Buffalo area mm-hmm. through Compass Care, through people that are passionate about people being made in their image and the image of God of every little person that's created. Lord, I pray that you would uh, sustain uh, Jim and his wife, that you will give them great wisdom and understanding, mm-hmm. that you put a hedge of protection around his family. I pray that you would meet his needs physically, emotionally, and spiritually as they rep- represent Christ with Compass Care, and that you will pour out great blessing to achieve just one more life being saved. Mm-hmm. Lord, I thank you for all the resources. I thank you for the people that are hearing this today and how you have spurred their heart, maybe personally, by something they're going through and maybe they a woman out there has found out that she's pregnant and she doesn't want know what to do lord i just encourage her to go to compass care Mm -hmm. and um get some um get some help get some understanding for jim and his family lord i pray that you would just flood them with blessing and understanding and wisdom Mm -hmm. That you will give them resources and that you would meet their needs and that you would help him stay fresh and his wife and his children fresh in their walk with Christ. And that the evil one would be held back. Lord, that prayers would be answered. Lord, we thank you for what you've done and for the glory that you have shown us. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it's been established in heaven. Lord, we do want to wipe out abortion. We want to welcome every created being. We want to give hope redemption and reconciliation to everyone who hears this word for your honor and glory Mm. and lord we pray that in the power of jesus name amen Amen. jim thank you for being on the program oh thank you for having me it's an honor you need to write a book you need to write (laughs) write a book on how to raise 10 children you need to write a book and um and well, the more the, the more the more I raise children, the more I realize I don't know much at all about raising children. <laughs> so, praise God. Hey, we're going to be right back. We're going to take that that break that we need to take, and continue with today's Living Hope with your host Linda Penn and David Cummings, who is speaking to us from uh, Hamilton, Ontario, uh, representing Operation Exodus, and he's going to be talking about the Book of Esther and how did we fit in with the Jewish nation for what we need to do as people go back and fulfill Aliyah in Israel. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Everybody knows that journeys are better when made with friends. And for over 66 years, it has been our honor and privilege at Bender's Christian Store to walk this faith journey with you, our friends, supplying you with the tools you need along the way. And as we move into 2020, we look forward to bringing you the Bible in new and exciting ways. Have you checked out the Filament Bible? It's a New Living Translation text Bible in traditional print form that works with an app on your phone to bring you multimedia notes, charts, videos, and extras to bring more understanding to your studies. And speaking of video, have you seen the Jesus VR goggles, that's virtual reality goggles, we've got them too. They work with an app on your phone to allow you to watch a movie of the life of Christ in an immersive 360 degree video, which means you feel like you're there while watching. Stop in to try them out. And while you're on this year's journey, check out the new Pilgrim's Progress DVD, the classic John Bunyan story now told in brilliant 3D animation. All this and more is in store for you at Bender's Christian Store. So visit with us at 8550 Sheridan Drive, just a mile east of Transit Road in Williamsville, or call us at 716-633-5757, or find us on Facebook. Bender's Christian Store, here for your Bible needs on the journey ahead. 
Today's Living Hope has been a blessing to you and so many WDCX listeners. Host Linda Penn is here for you as she continues to bring you the best in conversation every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. to help you find hope to fulfill your purpose and destiny for living. You've grown in your spiritual walk with the Lord and want to support the efforts of this incredible ministry. Learn more about how you can become a sponsor or advertising partner today. If you are a business or individual, you can donate to Today's Living Hope nonprofit organization. All donations are tax deductible. Email lindapenn at todayslivinghope.com or call 716-906-4620. Today's Living Hope, empowering people with purpose and destiny. Hope gives meaning to life. It's a strong and confident expectation we have as believers. Operation Exodus USA is a Christian organization that exists to provide that same kind of hope to Jewish people who want to immigrate to Israel. According to God's word, he has a plan, purpose, and promise to every Jewish person to return to their ancestral homeland, and we are called to help their return. Operation Exodus USA stays true to God's word. Their purpose is to assist Jewish people who want to move to Israel and to encourage Christians like us to help. Through their ministry, Operation Exodus USA has helped tens of thousands of Jewish people return to their homeland. You can play a vital role in providing hope to Jewish people right here in the Western New York area by being a prayer partner and by making a donation. Just visit OperationExodusUSA.org or call 877-633-7613. Operation Exodus USA, from hope to home helping you find balance in life. Here's today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. Hey, welcome back from our current break. You are listening to today's Living Hope with your host, Linda Penn, and we're continuing that four-part series with David Cummings during this half-hour segment, uh, which represents Operation Exodus. And the four-part series has been about God's restoration, His plan for restoration of Israel. So part one, um, the first week in January was uh, God's promises to Abraham. Then um, on January the 11th, uh, we uh, had the program Nebuchadnezzar's Dream. And we're seeing the fulfillment of what's been concealed in the old. God is revealing in the new, the combination of the Old and New Testament, as we're seeing the full redemptive reconciliation through Scripture from Genesis to the fulfillment of when God returns and that it is practical, it's real. Who said God was dead? Who said that the scriptures were not relative for today? I want to tell you that's the biggest lies out there and um, it's just not true. And um, David has done an excellent job of helping us and explaining uh, in that fulfillment of that restoration as we continue to look for the restoration of Israel and actually for the return of Christ. So our program today um, for this segment is May You Be Like Ruth and Like Esther. Yes. What a good segment. Yes. Uh, are you familiar with that Sabbath prayer from the movie Fiddler on, on the Roof? Yes, yes. May you be like Ruth and like Esther. Well, interestingly, um, uh, this is our focus. At the end of our last uh, program, Linda, you really were encouraging us that it's time for us to report for duty. It absolutely is. And that's what this segment is really about. And um, 
Uh, our role as Gentile believers is not to be, to be the new Israel. Um, replacement theology has been a curse on the church. It has led us so far astray in the mistaken belief that God has rejected his people because they sinned and fell short of his glory. Um, and so he's moved on to the Gentile church. Mm, that is such a lie. That is such a lie. When he, when he excluded and took Adam and Eve, said you had to leave the garden, yes. it was for them to realize to come back to their God. Yes. And that's what he's doing to us today. That's right, yes. Um, so we're not called to be the new Israel. We're called to serve and support the Jewish people as they experience the mm. regathering to their promised land, as we talked about last time, and reconciliation with their God. So let's, let's start with um, Queen Esther. Interesting that the book of Esther never mentions God, and yet the whole book is filled with God's <laughs> miraculous divine intervention. But um, uh, evil Haman, who is uh, um, close to the, the king, um, at that time convinces the king that there is a people group, the Jews, in his vast kingdom who have customs that are offensive and um, potentially rebellious and the king would do well not to tolerate such people anymore. And um, so an edict goes out that on a specific day all the Jews of the vast Persian Empire would be killed on that day. Children, women, uh, the, the whole group of people. And um, so Esther's, Esther is the queen. Uh, her Jewishness is actually, she's not, uh, she's hidden from uh, the king. And um, Mordecai, her hunk uncle, when he hears about um, this edict for the destruction of all the Jews, in the kingdom uh, appeals to uh, Esther saying, you, you've got to do something here. You've got to intercede on behalf of our people because they will all be annihilated. And the queen says, well, I, 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 can't, I can't just walk in on the king. It's, it's well known that unless he extends his scepter to whoever comes into his presence, um, that person is summarily executed. Um, so um, I can only go in if, I ha if he asks for an audience with me. And, and Mordecai uh, turns up the heat on Esther, really, and he says this in Esther 4, 12, 13. He says to her, Esther, do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. So Esther takes courage, goes in to see her husband. He extends to her the golden scepter, and, and God puts in motion um, the demise of evil Haman and the cancellation of this awful edict leading to the Feast of Purim where the Jews celebrate uh, their, their freedom and their deliverance. But it's interesting here that in terms of us uh, in the Gentile church, may we be like Ruth and like Esther. Well, what does it mean to be like Esther? Well, 
uh, in summary, after the example of Queen Esther, it's our calling to intervene and intercede with God for the Jewish people worldwide and in Israel to be aligning ourselves, as you said, Linda, with God's redemptive purposes and uh, asking God to both protect them, to bring them home, to remove the veil over their hearts um, and uh, to restore the, the kingdom uh, well, to yes. Israel. And that takes us even back to part one, God's promises to Abraham. And you, you know, you, your nation will be blessed. Yes. Your people will be blessed if you walk in the covenant that I have given you. If you don't, you will not be blessed. Yes. That's not only for what happened in Genesis or what happened here. Yes. That's for us today. Yes. So he is calling his people. Yes. He's calling his army to come forth. He is. To be activated. He is. And interestingly, in Mordecai's words to Esther, he really has her in a corner. Because he says to her, you, you can't opt out. And, he sa- and I think the mm. Lord is saying to us today, you can't hide in the church and say, well, it's got nothing to do with me. He says, don't think because you are, we are in the king's house. Don't think that you are in, just because you're in the king's house. Um, you alone, you'll escape from what's going to happen to the Jews if you don't intercede. Um, God will find somebody else, but you and your, your family won't survive it. So Esther responds, and um, with all respect to our freedom to decide, we have a decision to make as well. We have a very important decision to make, and um, I'm glad we're revealing the word because for such a time as this, it, um, it's an alert. It's, it's, a, it's a, like a, an alarm going off yes. that we need to pay attention to. Yes. Time has run out. Yes. And for what is happening and what he's calling for us now, and then you are showing us through the fulfillment of Scripture, even through Ruth's story, the seriousness of what needs to happen. Yes, that's true. Yeah, um, uh, here's the background for those who may have forgotten or aren't familiar with this, uh, the book of Ruth. So old Naomi and her husband and her two sons and uh, their daughters-in-law, Orpah and Ruth, mm-hmm. uh, leave the promised land. They leave Israel because there's a famine in the promised land. And we might say they leave to go into exile really to find food and um, in the course of their time in Moab uh, in exile from Israel all three of the men die Naomi's husband dies Orpah's husband dies and Ruth's husband dies so there's these three women out there in exile and um, things have kind of gone down the drain for them in terms of their hopes for the future and their relationships and their hope for, for family. So uh, old Naomi says, girls, uh, God has um, mm. done this to me. Uh, I'm in exile. I'm effectively barren. My husband's gone. My sons through whom I would build a family are gone. So uh, I'm going to go back. They had heard that uh, there was harvest happening back in the land of Israel. So I'm going to go back. 
but girls, it makes no sense for you to come with me. Um, uh, my life is basically over because really for, for a woman to have no heirs, um, no sons and no heirs, w was uh, really a kind of a failure as, mm -hmm. a, as a female. That's the way it was seen in back in those days. So she says, you need to go back to your own people. Um, hopefully you can find new husbands and uh, you can build a family through them. And the, the girls are crying and weeping over old Naomi because they love her and they honor her as their mother-in-law and have shared their grief about this tragic loss of all the men in the family. And Orpa says, much as I love you, old Naomi, um, uh, what you're saying kind of makes sense to me. And so uh, with tears, it was a hard decision for her, but she's saying, I'm not giving up my life. Uh, I'm going to go back to, it's interesting, I think it says in the, in the book of Ruth, to my people and my gods, and, um, and I will build the family that I wasn't able to, to build through my uh, deceased husband. So it's, uh, that's sort of the scenario as uh, the, the uh, book of Ruth opens. And yet Ruth makes another choice. Ruth, um, uh, yes. Uh, it, it's so interesting that the two women loved their mother-in-law, but Ruth, uh, you might say that Ruth was of a different spirit somehow, and she bound herself to uh, old Naomi. And uh, We do want to continue that story, but we, I do want to take a break because we have more that we want to tell you about. We want to connect it not only biblically, but we want to tell you more about what's happening with Operation Exodus. We're going to take this break. Um, I am. You are listening to WDCX 99.5 and 9.70 a.m. Or in the afternoon, you may be listening to 107.1 or 9.90 a.m. So this segment is brought to you with today's Living Hope. We're going to take that short break, and we'll be right back with David Cummings. Zero energy, digestive issues, pain, anxiety, inflammation, migraines, trouble sleeping, symptom after symptom. The list goes on and on. Ailments that never end. You're tired of just managing your symptoms. You've had enough of medication being the only option. You need to seek the expert advice from the professionals at Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. At Synergy Nutrition and Wellness, they have a proprietary system to analyze underlying deficiencies and toxicities so they can restore your pathway to healing without medication or surgeries. They've seen every symptom and condition and have had great success in restoring patients' health. Get rid of the symptoms. Allow your body to heal and thrive with the help of Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Call them today for your initial consultation at 716-264-4248. That's 716-264-4248. For more information, visit their website at 716synergy.com or check them out on Facebook, Synergy Nutrition and Wellness. Your body's ability to heal is greater than anyone has permitted you to believe. Looking for a new career where you can really make a difference in someone's life? In His Name Outreach is looking for a few extraordinary people that have come through struggles and challenges. 
Do you have a calling on your life to help others through tough times? Maybe you like collaborating with other organizations, clinical settings, or calling and checking in on others is your cup of tea. In His Name Outreach offers opportunities to learn and grow in this new developing workforce. Albany has recently voted I Know as best practice trainers for recovery coaches and certified recovery peer advocates for Buffalo and Greater Erie. And their new facility and dynamic teachers make learning easy. For more info, check them out on the web at www.ihno.org or call 716-564-3681 to learn more about the classes available to step into this innovative career opportunity. Hey, we're in this life together. Today's Living Hope with Linda Penn. We're so thankful for our endorsing sponsors because of them we are on the air uh, every Saturday um, for our listeners out there. And we're so grateful and thankful for every one of them. And not only who they represent, but who they are and that they support Today's Living Hope uh, programming here on WDCX. Well, we're in part three. And we're talking about the story of Ruth and Esther with David Cummings, who is the coordinator of Operation Exodus Canada. And um, during this half hour time, we this is Operation Exodus segment from the U.S. side as we are partnering and coming together. But we're saying, David, the call is now. It's time for us to help fulfill the scriptures and the call from the scriptures for such a time as this. We see it in our news. We see what's happening in, in our governor and our state and all the things that are, I think God is trying to get our attention to, to yeah. take a stand, to be disciples, to yeah. represent him, to do his work. And that's why uh, Aliyah, fulfilling Aliyah is so important because of the Jewish nation and the restoration of Israel for his kingdom's sake. And that's why we have the connections through the scripture. And now you're saying it's kind of like a clarion call yes, to is. step up prayer, support, yes. um, volunteering, sending a check to fulfill and help those people go back to Israel. Because the spirit of God works even further as they go home. True. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And that and yet you're taking us back to the scriptures of the story in Ruth um, at from Queen Esther and what Mordecai said she must do in that fulfillment. And now the story with Ruth and Esther, the fulfillment then of how he's completing that, not only then, but for us today. Tell us more. So I I would suggest to your listeners, Linda, that in this account in the book of Ruth, old Naomi is Israel. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Orpah is um, uh, a, a manifestation of part of the church, and Ruth is the other part. And the question that I believe God would ask us consider is, will we be an Orpah church, or will we be a Ruth church? And so we, before the break, Orpah has said um, to old Naomi, I love you, but your argument is really compelling. Uh, If I stay with you, my life is pretty much over in terms of having a family and a husband and so on. So um, sorrowfully, I'm I'm hitting the trail uh, to go back to my people. Um, Ruth um, spontaneously enters 
commits herself to what's called the self-maledictory oath, which means may it be done to me ever so severely if I renege on what I'm about to say to you, Naomi. So Naomi says, Ruth, God has made me bitter. There's no future with me. Um, you should follow your sister. Um, it doesn't make any sense that you would stay with me. And she says these incredibly important words. She says to old Naomi, don't urge me to leave you or turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if anything but death separates you and me. So the Orpa Church um, leaves to continue life, to be fruitful, to be a blessing, we could say. But the Ruth Church... Um, voluntarily binds itself to Israel, to old Naomi, who has few prospects for the future. Old Naomi, who went from Israel, if you will, into the, the Gentile realm, um, as the Jews have been scattered to the four winds in the diaspora. And now she's returning. And Ruth is saying, well, I'm not leaving you my dear mother-in-law, I know that um, uh, the things that I might hope for, I'm not necessarily going to realize, but I commit myself to bind myself to you, come what may, till death do us part. See, I see one fulfilling the commitment that's been established in the promise of Abraham's promises. Mm. Yes. I see one going back from logic and understanding and comfortability for survival but not obedience. Yes. I see Ruth walking in obedience regardless of the persecution or what may yes. go ahead because of the commitment, the meaning of the commitment and the fulfillment of Scripture. And I see Naomi uh, as bitter and grieving, but is still the church that mm. needs the hope and the restoration yes. of what Ruth is establishing there will be, even if it causes my death or persecution, yes. I will walk in the truth and the obedience of it. Yes, that's true. Um, old Naomi is saying, Oy vey, Ruth, are you crazy? And um, But Ruth says, no, this is the way it's going to be. I'm coming with you. I'm not leaving you. Um, I'm committing myself to you, and whatever the future holds, we'll share it together. Boy, what an uh, alarm that's being set off right now, um, David, for us to realize how truthfully are we going to stand for the person of Jesus Christ and the call of the fulfillment of the kingdom that God has established in a world, in a Western world that is so comfortable, yes. so complacent, so um, not being persecuted or charged yes, or anything. Yes. You are saying for such a time as this yes. that we need to fulfill the role of that fulfillment and that first step of obedience for Ruth yes. brought about the fulfillment of the king, kingsman redeemer, yes. which was Boaz, which is known as 
Yes. Christ. Yeah. This is, um, yes, that's a huge thing. Boaz was a kinsman wow. redeemer for Ruth and her and uh, her family. And the kinsman redeemer would step in effectively to ensure the continuation of the family name through offspring. And so Ruth ends up in Boaz's field to gain, she was just going out to, to uh, get some food for supper from the fields. Boaz took a liking to her, protected her while she was harvesting the grain. Uh, eventually, uh, this, this, this pumped up old Naomi considerably because she said, oh my goodness, this man in whose field you labored is one of our kinsmen redeemers. And, and old Naomi says, go and undertake some activity. You won't have time for this, but, but uh, she basically offered a, uh, made an offer of marriage to Boaz on the threshing floor. And they became married, um, uh, Ruth and Boaz. So I, I just again, uh, Naomi is Israel, Ruth is the Ruth church, and Boaz is Jesus, the, the, the kinsman redeemer in this story I'm submitting to your listeners. And um, they have a child, David's great-grandfather. Turns out old Naomi is no longer barren, uh, and um, she has renewed hope from the future, what Paul calls in Romans 11, life from the dead. Um, if their rejection is meant uh, riches for the world, what shall their fullness be but life from the dead? And um, uh, it's interesting that the ladies, when Obed is born, they say it's Ruth's baby by Boaz, but they say, so God has given Naomi a son. Uh, very interesting that it's, the, it's Israel that has this, is the, the beneficiary of this uh, union. So the kinsman redeemer, um, it's, a, it's, it's important to study that role. Boaz is the kinsman redeemer. In Isaiah 41, um, God calls uh, Israel, uh, I am, he says, I am your redeemer. These are the, the very inspired notes in my NIV uh, Bible. Um, speaking about the word redeemer. The Redeemer is the deliverer from Babylonian exile. Mm. The Hebrew for this word refers to an obligated family protector and thus portrays the Lord as the family protector of Israel. He is related to Israel as both father and husband. This is a very personal thing for God. As Israel's Redeemer family protector, he redeems their property for he regathers them to their land. He guarantees their freedom he avenges them against their tormentors and secures their posterity for the future. May we be like Ruth and like Esther. And there again, he's fulfilling his kingdom. Thy will be done on yes. earth has been established Absolutely. in his kingdom. And um, he's calling for us then to be Ruth. Yes. He's calling us to be involved. He's calling us for his chosen people the Jewish nation, that we may be blessed by, oh, in that obedience of being a part of what Operation Exodus is all about. Yes. And that's a fulfillment of yes. uh, helping these people go home. Yes. And go to the website, Operation Exodus um, US, Operation Exodus dot CA, 
Look at the newsletters. Look at the testimonies. Look at ways that you can be a part of this giving. Um, yes, prayers are powerfully needed for resources, for people, for volunteers, for provisions, for all the paperwork that needs to be going out and filled out, for the money to help. And they do come with money as far as getting their airfare and things, but there's so many other things that needs to happen by just a donation That's right. um, on a regular basis or a one-time donation, yeah. $50, $100. $500, which they are all tax-exempt yes. contributions that can be given. So you can go or you can call 877-633-7613 and you, or, and or you can also contact, contact David Cummings, the coordinator of Canada East, O-P-E-X, then the word Canada East at Gmail. Com. It is so beautiful for us to be giving, to be praying, to be fulfilled. For thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Amen. Because it's been established, because it's going to be complete. And it is actually a completion of our salvation to work out our salvation by serving, praying, yes. and helping. Absolutely. And I think it's a little known fact. Headquarters um, for, Buff uh, for Operation Exodus USA is right here in Buffalo. And then we have a sister partnership with operation exodus right in canada yeah. and um it's exciting um because uh what city are we talking about i'm looking at this melton central well uh, this is the the area that we're from is basically called the gold golden horseshoe toronto hamilton area okay uh, and our head office is in vancouver okay yeah. wonderful so we're airing into canada all over the place yes. so they're hearing this program Thanks so much, David. We All have right, part Linda. four to go we next do. week. We'll yes. see you next week. Don't go away as we come full circle in the restoration of Israel. The program has been furnished by Today's Living Hope.